0: Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm Nina. And you are listening to Slice, Slice of Murder. Murder.
1: Hi, everyone. We're back. I know. It's been such a long time, I feel like. Yeah, it's been what, three weeks? It's been like three weeks. I, it feels like longer, though, because I feel like winter break felt like longer than three weeks yeah
0: and then we also waited like the day right before posting to film or not film record this episode
1: yeah and we waited did the same thing for the last one too so it's like it I don't know I just feel like it's been it's felt like a really long time
0: yeah well anyway we're happy to be back yeah
1: and I'm excited
0: yeah let's talk about so instead of rose and thorn today we're gonna do our new year's resolution
1: yeah, because we have too many, like, it's been so long, so yeah. we would have to do, like, a <laughs> rose and for every single week, and that's kind of boring. Um, so, Jess, you can go first. What's your New Year's resolution? Okay,
0: so, actually, <laughs> my New Year's resolution is that I want to read more this year. Um, last year, I feel like I read less than 10 books, and this year, I, my goal is, like, to double that. But so far, mm-hmm. I'm already on my second book this year, so I'm like, maybe I'll up that number. Yeah. No, but I feel like it's good to
1: start off with a goal that you can make mm-hmm. because then, like, you're not discouraged. and it doesn't feel like a yeah, chore, you know. Then I don't it's like
0: be disappointed. Yeah, and then it's like,
1: oh, it's like if that's easy for you, then that's good, you know. Like the Yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel like I just have to commit to reading every night because mm-hmm. I like to read. But then sometimes I'm like, like I rather like I pick up my phone yeah. instead of like picking up a book. Yeah, and it's, it's just, like a like, habit. Like
1: just, 10 minutes every night I feel like even before you go to bed yeah would be like would let you like reach your goal you know Mm -hmm. my new year's resolution is to start making photo albums So, like, my boyfriend's mom makes these, like, Mm -hmm. photo albums, and she literally has, like, photo albums from, like, every single year, like, since he was born. That's cute. And, like, every single year, and she has, like, so many pictures, and I feel like it's just nice to have, like, a physical copy of things. Like, it's not necessary because everything is on my phone anyway, like, if I took a picture, it's on my phone anyway. So, like, I have all of those things anyway, but I just feel like maybe – I literally never take pictures of anything Like, I'm so bad at taking Mm -hmm. pictures when I go do things and, and like, have experiences, so I'm, like, maybe it'll make me more mindful to, like, take pictures Mm -hmm. of, like, things like that.
0: That's such a cute idea. I feel like, yeah, it used to be done more often. Yeah. Like, back then, because everyone had photo albums. Like, my mom had a photo album of when I was a kid and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now that we have technology, like, no one does
1: that anymore. I know. And it's, like, it's nice. Like, it was just nice to, it was cool to, like, because I feel like when I was over there for Thanksgiving one year, like, we literally just, like, went through and, like, flipped through mm-hmm. every single photo album. And it was just, like, cool to, like, actually like, physically flip through it.
0: Yeah. Well, we actually so. do have a photo album in the living that room. we do. It's all our Polaroid yeah. pictures with, like, all our roommates and yeah. friends. So we should keep, uh, like, yeah. adding on to that.
1: Yeah It's just nice to have it. Like,
0: it's nice. And then when people come over, you can be like, look. This is us. Look through this. (laughs) Or else.
1: (laughs) Leave a comment in the back. Leave a (laughs) a compliment for us.
0: Yeah. That's a good idea. All right.
1: right. Um, And then our treat today Jessica made us some. um hot, hot cocoa. cocoa and I just at, uh,
0: boiled water and added the pack. So I didn't have to do much.
1: And some butter cookies from Trader Joe's. <laughs> yes. They're
0: so good.
1: I think so too. They're so good. I love them. Yeah, 10 out of 10.
0: Yeah, agreed.
1: Better than any treat you've had so far.
0: <laughs> and if you want us to rate your treat, you can <laughs> Um, send us a DM.
1: Yeah, you can recommend something. Actually, my mom sent us a treat, but we can't do it this week because it's not my week. So we have to do it next week. But she sent (gasps) us a treat, also from Trader Joe's.
0: I love Trader Joe's. Yeah, me too. All right, all right. So to this week's story. So Melissa actually told me about this case. Mm -hmm. She watched a YouTube video on it, and then I watched it, and then yeah, it was pretty crazy. So. I'll tell you about the trigger warnings first. So there is a lot of, like, attempted suicide, there's one suicide, uh, child abuse mention, and murder. Okay. Yeah. So, synopsis. In the early morning of October 2nd, 1999, in Austin, Texas, 75-year-old Stephen Beard, a self-made millionaire woke up to agonizing pain. He looked down and saw he was bleeding from his stomach and his guts were in his hand. He was able to make a 911 call when responders took him into the hospital. The suspect was his wife's lover. Uh, and then was this crime of an obsessive lover who wanted to marry Stephen's wife and take Stephen's money? Or was this a planned act by Stephen's wife to run off with his money, and potentially her lover. Wow. Yeah, so there's a lot of characters involved in this one. Yeah. Okay, so let's start with some background on Stephen Franklin Beard. So Stephen was born on November 27th in 1924 in Austin, Texas. He was an only child, and his parents were Stephen and Mildred. He was described as loving. He loved hugs. Like loved being affectionate with others, and he was a really good like communicator. Mm-hmm. He loved talking, uh. Thus, this is why he wanted to be um, like an advertising and marketing mm-hmm. major when he got to high school and college. Uh, he attended univers- the University of Georgia to major in advertising and marketing. But unfortunately, he was not able to complete his degree because this was around the 1940s. So he was drafted to war where he was trained as a pilot. So when the war ended um, in 1945, he was able to complete his degree at the university. And in 1947, he met his first wife, Elise Adams. So the couple uh, were both described as twin flames. They did everything Mm -hmm. together. They were really close. And then people could just tell like they were meant for each Mm -hmm. other. Uh, On April 10th, 1948, when Stephen and Elise got married, Stephen got a job in sales at a radio station where his job was to pitch the radio station to different advertisers. The following year, Stephen and Elise had their first child, Stephen Beard, the third. And in 1952, I, love that name. <laughs> <laughs> I know because he's Stephen. His dad was Stephen. Yeah. And I, I'm like, now I wonder if he named his son Stephen.
1: And there's a fourth. Stephen, a fourth. There was somebody I knew in high school who was a fifth. Wow. Yeah.
0: I, yeah, I feel like only you know like thirds.
1: Yeah. No, there was somebody I knew in high school who, who was a fifth. I was like,
0: That's that crazy. is that's okay, commitment yeah. to that name you must like, really like that name. yeah you must
1: adore that name because
0: but that's like, also like really cool though like to know no, like your great 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 grandfather was named and then I feel that. like
1: almost if like you're a third like if maybe if you're a junior you don't feel like that obligation to name your kid that <laughs> but I feel like if you're like a third then it's like almost like oh no like I can't yeah. break the chain you know like then it's like oh your dad and your granddad was named that mm-hmm. then it's like
0: so then, what's the difference between junior and the third?
1: Junior is the second. It's just
0: they oh, don't say the second. Okay. It's just junior.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. So, yeah, that was his first child, Stephen the uh, third. In 1952, they had Becky, which was their daughter. So they only had two kids. Um, so Stephen quit his job and was now the president of an ad firm. So this is where his career kind of started to take off and where he started to earn a lot more money. Mm-hmm. Um, And then Stephen quit his job to become a general manager of a media station, so he was, like, working his way up, mm-hmm. and he was earning so much money that he was able to retire early. I think he was, like, in Love his late 30s or 40s at this wow, time. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, but... Like, he loved his family, like, he obviously wanted to spend time Mm -hmm. with them, but he was also a hard worker and, like, realized that retirement was not as glamorous as it seemed, Mm -hmm. and so he wanted to get back out there and, like, do something, you know? Yeah, I feel that. Like, I feel like even
1: if I had a lot of money, like, I would still work. Like, I feel like I would be bored if I didn't Mm -hmm. have something to do, you know? Yeah. Like, like, even if it was something, like, I literally always say, I'm like, if I had all the money in the world, I would go and work at an aquarium. Like, yeah, I mean, like it's like not fun. like, yeah, it's like just like following what you're passionate about, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like something, like a job that doesn't require you to take work home yeah. or like something like that, like yeah. a hobby even. Yeah. It's like something. So this is what he did. um And he started to become involved with real estate investing. So Stephen and the family were very wealthy because, and because of this, the family was very classy and they loved to host parties with their friends. So like they were living very extravagantly. Um, the couple was very in love and Elise was his number one supporter through all his endeavors. They had their own driver that would drive them around in a limo wherever they wanted. Wow. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> so it just kind of tells you like the amount of money they had, yeah, like they were able it, to get.
1: If you have somebody driving you around in a limo everywhere, I feel like you have a nice expendable income. Yeah,
0: especially this is back in like the nineteen mm-hmm. like seventies now, like around this time. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and then so unfortunately, in nineteen ninety three, after forty five years of marriage, Elise uh, had been diagnosed with terminal brain cancer. This was devastating for the family and at the age of 67, Elise passed away that year. That's so sad. Yeah. That's really sad. Yeah, just for everyone, like, the kids. Yeah. Him, of course, like, this was, like, his best friend. Yeah. They spend like, every day together, and then now he is all alone in his big mansion. Yeah, I feel like that must be so depressing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, you have so much money, but, like, you don't really have anything to, like, Do it like you don't have anything to like work for anymore, almost or
0: anyone like to spend, yeah, that money with, yeah, or like share experiences with, yeah. So they were obviously all very heartbroken, and like I said, the kids were older, they were around 40 years old, and they had all moved out of the house, so it's just Stephen all by himself. Stephen did not know how to cope with the death of his wife, um, so. He started drinking for a little bit, but later, like, recovered. And there was this country club he attended where he noticed a waitress, Celeste. Mm-hmm. Is this Celeste? Sorry. I'm not going to say her last name because then <laughs> you know she's just going to marry him. <laughs> so he asked her out on a date. And so Celeste Beard. I'll talk a little bit about her. She was born on February 13th, 1963. That's my
1: brother's birthday.
0: February 13th? Yeah. Oh, that's coming up. Obviously not
1: in 1963, though. Yeah. <laughs> I would have guessed that because you are older. Than...
0: Wait, is this your older brother or your younger brother?
1: I don't have an older brother, girl.
0: You're older, like...
1: My older, younger... Yeah. No, it's my younger, younger brother.
0: Your older, younger brother? My
1: younger, younger brother. Okay.
0: Yeah. Cool. <laughs> She was born that that day in 1963 in Santa Barbara, California. Wow! Yeah, um, I so, wonder if, he,
1: if she was born at Cottage Hospital.
0: Yeah, cause that's where Michael was born, right? <laughs> <laughs> but not that same year, that
1: day. But Michael's only born three days after that.
0: <laughs> it's all connected. Everything is connected. He is actually Celeste. so I don't think he wants to be Celeste
1: okay alright
0: okay so Celeste did not know her biological parents um, and when she tried to connect with her birth mother she was told I am not your mother I was just your incubator that's kind of harsh that's kind of harsh
1: like I feel like there is kind of discourse in like the community of those people who haven't adopted like separating their mother from their mom, like they're like, "Oh, well, you know, like the person that birthed me was like my mother, but like mm-hmm. she's not my mom, like my mom is a person that raised me, you know, but yeah. like I feel like it is so harsh that like her birth mother that. didn't even like consider herself her mother, you know, like she like considered herself to have like no connection whatsoever,
0: yeah, especially since it probably took a lot of courage for her to like reach out. Mm-hmm.
1: That must be so scary. Like that must be so terrifying. I couldn't even imagine doing that.
0: Yeah. Um and then her adopted adopted parents were Edwin Johnson and oh I think oh Nancy Johnson. Um so she claimed that her adopted parents specifically Edwin were physically abusive toward her when she was younger. And with her adoptive background, she felt like she didn't belong anywhere. And so ultimately this pushed her to attempt suicide during her adolescent years. And Celeste moved out of her home at about 17. And then this is when Celeste became pregnant and she met her first husband, Craig Batcher. So Celeste was going to have twins and she decided to name them Jennifer and Christina with a K oh my gosh <laughs> one
1: of my besties is named christina with a k <laughs>
0: hey your name is christina with a c with a c yeah so many connections so yeah they were having twins um celeste and craig were married from december 16th of 1980 to september 1983. so after the pregnancy craig fell fell into drugs and alcohol. And this caused Craig to become very abusive towards Celeste. And this ultimately led to his arrest.
1: Good. I'm glad he was arrested. Yeah. Cuz I feel like especially during, during that time, time yeah, that was I'm so, so rare. And I mean even during like even nowadays I feel like it's so so hard for people to be like arrested and jailed for abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it was even harder during Like, the 1980s. Like, it was almost, like, an expected, like, it was, like. Yeah,
0: like, almost, like, like, everybody. Yeah, like, it was just, like,
1: an unspoken, like, oh, you're just gonna, like, you're not gonna complain about it. I don't know. I just feel like we've heard so many stories, and I feel like I've heard so many things, like, and it's just always a constant, like, oh, her husband was abusive, but, Mm -hmm. like, nobody did anything about it, you know?
0: Yeah. So, luckily, Celeste was able to get out of this relationship. Um. But then her and Craig went into a custody battle for the twins. Um, and then while this was all happening, um, Celeste married another man named Harold um, in 1991. Harold Wolf, Air Force mechanic. But then they divorced the same year because he ghosted Celeste.
1: After they got married? Yeah. How do you even ghost somebody after you even get married?
0: How do you. I guess it's easier to ghost someone back then, right?
1: Yeah, because, I mean, like, you just... <gasps>
0: stopped stopped <Yeah>. writing letters <laughs> to each other. <laughs> you had phones back then. <laughs> that's true. This is
1: 1991.
0: But... They
1: probably lived together, that's what I'm saying. Like, that, wouldn't that be kind of hard to, like, imagine if you, like, moved in... Like, you yeah. married each other, and then you moved in with each other. Well, like... I
0: guess he was in the Air Force, so you probably was, oh, like, he's probably, like, overseas like. or something. Yeah, that's
1: true. Yeah. I guess. But still, that seems like kind of hard to like go somebody after that. Then why did you marry them? Like
0: I know. You wanted nothing to do with them. It's not like Celeste had money. Mary, maybe Harold yeah. did. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, they divorced that year. That was her second marriage. And then in 1992, she married someone else, Jimmy Martinez. Um, and they both moved, and the twins, moved from California to Texas to start a new life. And then this is when she started working at that country club. Mm, okay. So, comes back full circle. And then she ended up divorcing Jimmy. Yeah. I Actually, I don't know the reason why they divorced, but they're divorced. So, Probably
1: because she met him. She met <laughs> her.
0: Yeah. Her she crush. It, yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll see what you think. But... So, here's a background with how Steven and Celeste met. So, she worked at the country club, and she would frequently waitress at Steven's table, so even when Elise was around, mm-hmm. because they just had very particular requests. You know, they're really rich, mm-hmm. so they, they could request anything they wanted yeah. and just, like, pay for it.
1: Yeah. You know who else met their wife or girlfriend or whatever by waitressing? It was, like, Zac Efron.
0: Like he like
1: met some like, I think he met some like random girl, like his waitress was like serving him in some restaurant and then he like, I think they're broken up now, but then they started dating. Like imagine if you were a waitress and then you started dating Zac Efron.
0: I don't know how
1: I would act. That would be pretty (laughs) crazy. Like that's pretty crazy. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. So maybe I should become a waitress. That's true. And I'd serve, yeah, especially
0: who... at a country club If you yeah. want to, like, find someone with money
1: <laughs> Yeah Maybe, no Or a celebrity I feel like celebrities don't really go to country clubs, though
0: Yeah, you have to find where they're going
1: Yeah That place in, um, West Hollywood What is that restaurant in West Hollywood? That, like, they're always, um oh, People uh... are always, like, taking pictures at Like, is like Rihanna's all... Yeah, it is Chris. Yeah I'm gonna wait just there <laughs> mark my words you should
0: just do like a little like this makes... after school gig
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right go on sorry
0: <laughs> no worries so she was waitressing there for their table and celeste was kind of the only one who could attend to stephen because she kind of already knew mm-hmm. like the request um so when stephen asked her on a date during that year of 1992 celeste agreed so during this time, they were both in a tough spot. Like Celeste was still going through a divorce, and Stephen was grieving um, his wife's death. Mm-hmm. So um, Stephen actually offered Celeste a job as a full time house assistant for Stephen. So her job was kind of to be like almost like a housewife, right? Like clean and cook and just like do all of that. I'm sure he like wanted
1: somebody around too. Yeah, like I'm sure that it was like part of it was like, it's like, how, you know, you probably can't make that much of a mess if you're living by yourself, but, mm-hmm.
0: like... It's a big house. It it's is. going like, to get, like, dusty. He like,
1: probably just wanted somebody to talk to,
0: also. Yeah, yeah so she agreed, and then in return, like, Stephen would buy her, like, anything she wanted, like, a full wardrobe, like, purses. Love. love. Yeah. <laughs> she was living the life. She was spoiled. And... Eventually they like both agreed to get married. Mm-hmm. So, in February 18th, 1995, they both got married. Anything special no. happened
1: that day? No, but it's pretty close to Michael's birthday. <laughs> um
0: so Stephen was actually 70 years old at this time.
1: Wow. And how old is she? She Celeste, was much younger, huh? like Celeste 40, right? She was
0: 32. Wow. So this obviously came with a lot of speculation. Yeah um people said that she was using him for the money and then people who saw their relationship kind of were like suspicious like they didn't seem to have a close like bond or relationship Mm -hmm. like Steven and Elise did right but
1: I'm sure it must have been hard
0: and it's like if you're both happy then like
1: I guess like both do what you want to do you know like obviously I think he probably didn't love her as much as he loved elise like it probably wasn't that close of a bond but it's like if he's happy and he just wants like somebody there and she is getting the benefit of money and things like that then like i feel like there's they're both consenting adults like Mm -hmm. there's nothing
0: yeah and it's just like hard to compare like why would you compare to elise like Like, obviously obviously that was like the love of his life right like
1: it's not gonna be the same thing yeah yeah so
0: yeah kind of like you said like um. So even though Steven's kids did not agree with the marriage, they didn't say anything because it was the first time Stephen seemed to be happy again. Mm-hmm. So they didn't want to ruin that for him.
1: Were his kids older than her? His kids yes. are older than her. That's They're like so in, a, in their forties. Oh my gosh! Imagine that. I can't imagine that's really awkward.
0: Because I always hear about that, like you know, yeah. some celebrities date like like nineteen-year-olds or like twenty-year-olds. Yeah. And yeah, then they like have a kid that that's, older. like,
1: 30. Like, that's so like, awkward. What? That is really awkward. Like, how would you even interact with that person? You know? Because yeah. it's, like, technically it's like your, mo- it's your, your step-mom. stepmom. But, like, they're younger than you. Like, I don't even know how you would act. Like, like how would you would interact. you intera- be best friends? Yeah, like, I don't even mean, know how you would interact with that person. Would you go out together? Yeah. <laughs> like... She probably even goes out more than the kids go out. Like she's thirty-two; they're like forty-five. That's true. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they didn't say anything. Um, and then Stephen builds a new mansion for his new family, so Celeste and her twin daughters Jennifer and Christina were able to move in. So Celeste and her daughters went from like middle class to now living in a mansion and going on a lot of family trips. Mm-hmm. Um, the girls went from public school to now private school, so they were all transitioning to a very luxurious lifestyle, Yeah, like, in a matter of, like, weeks, you know, like, is very sudden. Sudden.
1: I'm sure he couldn't, like, I'm, I'm sure that he couldn't, like, I, that is, I feel like, a very hard transition, like, it's a very shocking transition, but I'm sure he almost couldn't help himself, like, he just wanted to kind of, like, replicate, I think, like, what he might have had before with like the Mm -hmm. wife and then the kids you know like yeah he just wanted to give like just like spend money on like whatever they wanted you Mm -hmm. know
0: yeah he wanted to like share his money because he probably knows he's getting older you know like what is he gonna do with all this money yeah yeah so yeah that's really nice of him I to build like a whole new mansion for them (laughs) and like to take in her and her kids and everything
1: like that he's a great guy Yeah.
0: He really is. He's so loving. Just how I mentioned at the beginning. So, yeah. um, Celeste now had designer clothes and she had money to buy any clothes she wanted. She would get a weekly allowance. Like, she could Mm -hmm. spend however she wanted. Um, Although some of her friends or their friends said Stephen and Celeste did not have sexual relationships um, and speculated that she was a gold digger. Yeah. So, just like the same kind of thing being said um and celeste was still in a custody battle with craig and now with Stephen by her side she had a good lawyer but even then she was still not able to get full custody of the girls so the court actually decided christina was to live with celeste and jennifer to live with craig
1: wow that's actually pretty surprising i feel like it's like, really you imagine that? not like split up like that anymore. Like I feel like that's actually really surprising. Yeah. Like I feel like now it's like, oh, you know, the mom gets them during the week, but the dad gets them on the weekends mm-hmm. or whatever. Like I feel like it's not,
0: especially since he has like past history of being abusive. Right.
1: I know that's actually really surprising. Yeah. And because like Celeste, I feel like can argue that they have like a much higher quality of life, like living yeah can you imagine being Steven. that twin that oh, has to
0: okay. go with him <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well
1: That's lucky really for crazy. her it wasn't for long
0: but unfortunately so a year li- later craig committed suicide and this caused jennifer to live to go back and live with celeste um jennifer said i can't remember the last time we hugged like referring to her mother mm-hmm. Um, She said, so this is because she's having a hard time like adjusting to moving in with mm-hmm. Steven. Um, she says, I just remember her dropping us off because the husband she had at the time didn't like kids. So I turned off the switch a long time ago. So, you know, I can't imagine like, you know, her mother has mm-hmm. dated or like married several men yeah. in the past. And they're probably like, oh, like, this is just another one. Yeah, that must be
1: really hard to kind of cope with, especially when you're growing up and I feel like you're looking for, like, positive parental figures in your Mm -hmm. life and, like, you just kind of see, like, a revolving door of people that, like, either treat you badly or treat your mom badly or, like, just don't really have any interest in you whatsoever. Like, I feel like that must be really hard.
0: Yeah, so that's why they had Mm -hmm. a rough time, like, warming up to Stephen, mm-hmm. but once they did um like they were they loved him as a father um and then eventually when the girls were 17 steven adopted both jennifer and christina that's so and nice that's so cute because <laughs> i'm sure
1: he's like oh like you know when i pass away like i want my money to go like he saw them as like yeah they're kids Mm -hmm. like he did not need to do that like because they have a surviving parent you know they don't need to he did not need to adopt them but i'm sure he wanted to make sure that like their futures were provided for and they were getting the same quality of life like even after he passed away
0: yeah wow that is so nice of him i know that is really sweet (laughs) uh so yeah the family now had a stable place to call home Mm -hmm. um although not everything seemed Not everything was good, like, inside, Mm -hmm. like, there were arguments happening with Celeste and Steven specifically, or even Celeste with the girls. Mm -hmm. Um, There was actually an incident where Celeste pulled a gun on herself saying, I'll just end it all. And eventually, they were all able to calm her down, but they all gathered and decided that Celeste needed help. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, this is just, like... (laughs) It just went to an extreme. Yeah. Um, And they admitted her into a mental hospital. The family um, was supported and visited. Yeah, the family was supportive and visited often and asked her to make some friends while she was at the mental hospital because she was going to be there for like a few months.
1: And I'm sure it was like a super nice facility, too, because he's so well off. Like, I'm sure he paid for like the best thing that he could get
0: yeah so i don't think she complained too much about that um they diagnosed her with depression Mm -hmm. while she was there and then she met someone else another patient named tracy so tracy tarleton so who is tracy tarleton tracy grew up in texas so she'll be another like important character in the story um she grew up in texas with two brothers she grew up higher than middle class because her father was a famous attorney Mm -hmm. and she enjoyed hunting and fishing with her brother so she was more of like a tomboy you know tracy was dealing with her sexuality at a young age and at a young age she realized she was gay but kept it to herself hoping it would go away
1: i mean i feel like in texas at that time like that was yeah. pretty common. Or just
0: like anywhere.
1: Yeah. Especially so at that like, time. But like in the South, like I feel like it was like in yeah. the Bible Belt, like I feel like it's especially even to this day, mm-hmm. so like demonized that that's like all you really had to to work with.
0: That's true. So and it's difficult because her family like set this exp- these expectations for her to have a family and mm-hmm. have kids and have a husband so it's very difficult for her to come out to her family and this brought Tracy a lot of stress. Um, Tracy was a camp counselor and she was known to be a partier. She would often like start random fights and think it was funny but no one else thought this was funny. Yeah I can't imagine (laughs) I can imagine why. (laughs) So she just had like an odd sense of humor. Yeah. But a lot of people thought this stemmed from her, like, keeping in, like, her sexuality. Mm -hmm. You know, like, this is, like, one way to, like, release those feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, She studied biology at university and joined a sorority in hopes that this would help her make friends. Um, And then, so all these things, like, led to her attempted suicide after So like during college and then after this failed attempt she fell into substance abuse specifically with heroin and then she dropped out of college after that. That's really sad. I know. Like it just seems like she felt so
1: lost like and if you don't have a system of support to turn on to during this time like especially if you feel like you can't turn towards your family with something that you're dealing with Mm -hmm. because you know that they like or you fear that they won't accept you. Like I feel like it's really, really easy to get lost in like turning to other things that like are not good for you.
0: Yeah, but eventually she did get better. In 1989, she went to rehab, and then she went back to school and graduated with her degree in biology. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I'm glad
1: that she went back. I feel like it's always hard to like. I have so much respect for people that return to college or like return to doing something, whatever that is, like after. Yeah. A period of time off because it's so easy to just stop doing something and then never do something again. Like, whether that's a good job or college or whatever, Mm -hmm. like, if you stop doing something and then don't do it for a long time, it's so easy to just quit it forever. But I feel like I have so much respect for people that, like, go back and, like, return to it. And they're like, oh, no, I I actually, like, I do want to finish or I do want to go back and try this again. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think that's much harder than, like,. Maybe it seems like it.:
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah. Stephen literally went to war, yeah and then came back to and, finish and started college. yeah,
1: yeah, so
0: yeah, props to them. Um, so after college, she landed a position, um, just like managing over a hundred people, so she had a lot of responsibilities, mm-hmm. and oftentimes she was trying to distract herself. And then one day at work, she exploded. Like she could no longer mm-hmm. like, handle all her emotions. She got so angry at the customers and her coworkers. And then this is when she was admitted into the mental hospital. Mm-hmm. And then this was at Saint David's Pavilion, where she met Celeste. So when Celeste and Tracy both met, they knew they were going to be good friends because they just had so much in common. Um, one of the things they had in common was that they were both abused as children. So they both kind of understood each other and like on a deeper level. Mm -hmm. And then this friendship continued even after they were both just discharged from the hospital in 1999. They were always around each other and Celeste was buying Tracy gifts, including jewelry and taking her on trips, like going first Mm -hmm. class to like everywhere. Mm -hmm. And then people said they were very touchy with each other. And it seemed to be more than the alleged friendship, right? So, very suspicious. Uh, and she's still married to Stephen, by right. the way. <laughs> right. Um. So this was all while Celeste, yeah, was still married to Stephen, and Celeste denied everything. But Jennifer, her daughter, once caught Celeste and Tracy making out in one of the guest rooms oh. at Steven's house. Oh, poor Stephen, oh like. Steven opened his home.
1: Steven adopted your kids and like this is do how you repay thing. him? Like in his own
0: in his own house. At least go to Tracy's house, like girl. Mm. Yeah. That poor so man. Cool. Um so Jennifer and Christina decided to tell Steven. Which is like I'm also like yeah. so surprised about, but I feel like they kind of had not the best relationship with their mother, right you know? it, it seems like she was
1: like I mean, I'm sure that she loved them and cared about them, but it almost seems to me like it was a very kind of like um, hands off kind of relationship. Like Mm -hmm. it like they were hers, but like she almost was like, oh, well, I'll just, you know, I'll I'll pay for you to go here. Like, we'll pay for you to go there. We'll pay for you to go there. Like it wasn't really. She didn't really want to have a deeper emotional relationship with Mm -hmm. them. At least that was like the vibe that I'm getting.
0: Yeah, that's what it seems like to me too.
1: But I'm glad that they had that with Steven. Like I'm glad that they like found that person Mm because I feel like that is it's so especially with like a um, a, like a dad figure that's that much older than you. Like that's almost more like a grandfather or whatever. Like I feel like it would be so hard to connect with that person after so many like failed relationships like in your own life. But I'm so glad that they, like, yeah, I feel like they, like, interested. actually saw him as, like, um like a parental figure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, so, when they told Steven, Steven then told Celeste, like, she's not allowed to bring Tracy around the house anymore. Mm-hmm. But, like, he basically, like, forgave her. Yeah. He's like, okay, like, just don't let it happen again and don't bring her around. I mean, again, I feel like at this point he's aging and,
1: like, because how old was he when they got together? 70? 70. 70? So this time he's went like, 78? eight two?
0: No. Not that old.
1: Oh. I thought that was in 1999.
0: And they got married... Oh, they got married in 1995. So oh, okay. I thought that they're...
1: I thought they got married in 1990. Sorry. Oh. So, like, I feel like at this point, it's like, he doesn't want to go through a divorce. Like, he doesn't want to go through that whole thing, so I feel like he was probably felt pretty trapped. Like, you yeah. know, like, what else are you gonna do but forgive her? Like, you're going to, like, have a whole another, like, custody battle. You're going to divorce, and then, like, you're not going to be able to provide for her kids anymore. Like, it seemed like he Mm -hmm. actually cared about them. Like, yeah. That's pretty tough.
0: So. Yeah, so then Celeste, like, no longer brought Tracy around, but she was still hanging out with Tracy, like, outside of the house.
1: I mean, at least it was outside of the house. Like,
0: So. But so this leads to the night of October 2nd, 1999, when Stephen is woken up by aggravating pain in his stomach. Um, he looks down, there's blood everywhere. Um, Celeste was not sleeping in the same room as he was that night. Instead, she was sleeping in Jennifer's bed because Jennifer was out of town and she claimed that Stephen's sleeping machine was too loud. Poor Stephen yeah I mean, well, they had the rooms for it, so I guess it no makes ideas. sense you know yeah everyone can have their own bed but still that's so <laughs> sad uh, so during this time, Celeste was also on the other side of the house, so since this was a really big house, um uh, neither Celeste nor Christina heard Steven's screams or like mm-hmm. even the police coming in.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, that must have been a really big house then
0: yeah. Until eventually um, Celeste, like, woke up. So first responders found Beard lying in bed holding his side. Beard was rushed to the hospital for intensive care. Investigators looked around the room for any clues, and they said this was not a robbery because there were a lot of valuables in the room mm-hmm. that they think they would have taken mm-hmm. with them. Um, the family had a security system that was turned off that night. Oh. Suspicious. Yeah. And, like, one of the gates was left unlocked, like, their house Like, outside? Yeah, which Mm -hmm. was, like, odd. Right. Because they live in a mansion, like, wouldn't you want to lock every single door? Yeah. Um, And they went to question Celeste for her order of events that night. And Celeste said that Stephen went to sleep that night at around 9.30 p.m. Celeste went to the lake house where Jennifer and her boyfriend were staying. Just to check in on the couple, this was about a 40-minute drive, and on the way way home, she stopped for gas. She checked on Steven, and he was, like, he was fine. He was sleeping. Mm-hmm. And then she went to bed. Celeste says she had no idea who could have done this. She says there were, no, there were no problems, and that the very next day, they're actually supposed to go on a trip to Europe. Like her and, and Steven. Steven. Yeah. Um, I don't
1: believe her. Something's <laughs> off about her story. Yeah.
0: There is something. <laughs> so. Then the doctors testified that Beard had a hole the size of an orange in his upper right abdomen and that the bird shot had damaged several internal organs. Like Beard's colon mm-hmm. was seriously damaged and posed like an infection risk Mm -hmm. like they even had to remove a large portion of beards um colin yeah yeah i didn't mean to get too graphic with it but i wanted to share like some details of like what happened um that they eventually like closed the wound so he was like still alive oh yeah that's good yeah did um, he,
1: does he survive this whole thing or you're no. not telling me
0: <laughs> he does not Aww.
1: i know i like him
0: yeah. he's a fighter he seems like a, such a like kind such person a yeah
1: um
0: so that jennifer and her boyfriend were then questioned for their order of events um they said this was probably crazy crazy tracy who did this mm-hmm. so celeste's friend they like immediately
1: said that yeah that's pretty telling, I feel like. Yeah, when, like, just
0: to know, like, this is crazy, like, when, Tracy.
1: Whenever somebody has, like, I feel like, I've heard this in a couple cases, like, somebody, when they're questioned, immediately says something. And no. it's like, oh, like, this person could have done it. Like, I feel like that means you should probably check this person out because somebody believes that they're capable of murder. And, like, even if they don't, did, even if you like, they didn't do it, like that's still saying something. Like, even if there's not any evidence pointing towards that person, mm-hmm. like you should probably still check them out because it, I feel like it takes a lot for somebody to be like, oh, it was, yeah, it was probably this person that did it. Like, I don't think I could think of anybody in my life that's like, if somebody was injured, I like, I don't think I could have been think of anybody in my life that's like, oh, it's probably her that did it. Right? Like, like, yeah, yeah. same.
0: So, the couple told them everything about Celeste and Tracy, like, their relationship. Mm -hmm. And then Tracy, they know that Tracy has a gun, so they asked her if they could see the gun. Uh, When Tracy goes to get the gun, the police notice she has a lot of pictures of her and Celeste, like, just around her house. Mm Mm-hmm. Like then they're like yeah it's weird that they're saying they're just friends right. and there's all these pictures you know like there's
1: clearly something else going on here
0: yeah uh, and then on Tracy's night of events she claims she went to the shooting range that's why like maybe the gun would have like uh-huh. you know gunpowder gun powder, residue, residue. Yeah. Um, and then she went for beer and pizza and then just went back to her house to sleep Seems like
1: Tracy is trying to say she's not like other girls. Like she went for a beer and a pizza. Like, okay, Tracy.
0: <laughs> well, remember she's a tomboy. That's she, she,
1: Tracy. Seems like she would judge me a lot. I think she would. Tracy be like, you like makeup? Like, ew Like you wear so much makeup. Like I couldn't actually do that.
0: Yeah. I feel like
1: she would. gives off that vibe. Yeah. You know. Like you're getting a salad. Like I could never get a salad for lunch. <laughs> That's just what she that's just what she reminds
0: me of <laughs> so and then eventually um, Stephen improved and was moved to a regular hospital room so this was after four months and Celeste like she would not let police ask Stephen any questions like they wanted to know if he saw anyone or like mm-hmm. if he like thought he knew who it would be like who did it who shot him Um but she would say things like that's so disrespectful and like she even hired a defence attorney to Mm -hmm. protect Steven from the police. Mm -hmm. So, like I get it, like trying to protect him. But then it's like, Don't you wanna know? Right. It just seems a little bit odd,
1: like that she's trying to stop him from talking. Like she's trying Yeah. To I mean, I understand trying to protect somebody like by re traumatizing them by not wanting them to maybe relive that night or think about what happened. But I feel like Like, if you had the chance to figure out who did this to somebody that you loved, I feel like
0: you would would
1: try your hardest to figure that out.
0: Yeah. So during this time, the police were doing some digging on Tracy and they noticed that Tracy had an an ex-boyfriend, Zan, and that her Husband had also been shot, and I meant ex-girlfriend Zan. Okay, (laughs) and that her husband husband had been shot. shot.
1: Wow, "Hmm."
0: look, that looks pretty
1: suspicious to me.
0: The police speculated Tracy had shot her husband, Uh but this just could not be proven. Right?
1: Did they? That was like that. The whole case was like just never solved. It was just like an open.
0: Uh, they, like, said it was, like, suicide. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I see. So, then Tracy and Zan got together after Zan's husband passed away, and they acted as a couple. Okay. So, like, that's, that's suspicious. That's very
1: suspicious to me. Mm-hmm.
0: So, police also found that Tracy's gun was a perfect match for this, the cell casing found mm-hmm. at the crime scene, uh, and then Tracy was arrested for the attempted murder of Stephen, but was released on bail. See, like, I feel like you
1: should not release people on bail, if, no they, bail. if they were accused of, like, murder or attempted murder or anything, like, violent like that,
0: you know? Especially if like, that's like pretty such dangerous. strong evidence.
1: I feel like that's pretty dangerous. Like,
0: I guess they do it because they don't know for sure. The trial hasn't happened, yeah, that's
1: true, but still,
0: yeah, like, yeah, like this could be like there has to be criminal. some
1: I feel like limits to that, you know,
0: yeah, or at least have have someone I'm sure they do have people watching them,
1: no, I think you do, I think right. it's like you get put on whatever um like a house probation. arrest or something, yeah, like you don't something. like you can't just like do whatever you want, yeah, but like still. Like I feel like that's pretty dangerous.
0: Yeah. So yeah, she was released on bail, and Stephen was discharged from the hospital on January 18th of 2000. Um, the following day, though, Beard called the doctor and asked to be put back in the hospital. And then, unfortunately, Stephen passed away the next day, like January 22nd. I mean, that's so sad. Yeah. They found he had an infection that was Aww. spreading. And the same night, Tracy was also sent to the hospital for attempted suicide because she knew this would increase her charges from attempted murder to murder.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah. Because he eventually passed away yeah. from his wounds.
0: So, well, you knew.
1: Like, yeah. You're the one
0: who did this. You tried to kill him. Like, like that, was... that was the whole point yeah. that you...
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, obviously, Jennifer and Christina were very devastated after Stephen's death. And then while Celeste seemed uh, like devastated in front of like others and like Mm -hmm. media, but then behind like closed doors, she was not affected. She was out partying um, and just like hanging out with like a new man.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Not even with Tracy? No,
0: not even with Tracy anymore. And her daughters were afraid of her mother at this point, and then she they thought that she might try to do something to them next. Like mm. just so she could have all of the inheritance. Like, right.
1: That's you know. pretty scary. Yeah, like also to like think your mom is capable of that. Like that yeah, also probably that tells lot. you that she is capable of that. Well, I
0: mean she did like put a gun to her head when they right. were having an argument. So yeah. I think they already knew like something was mm-hmm. wrong with her. Um so her daughters also said that their mother was calling Beard various derogatory names behind his back and expressed she wished that he were dead. Like, even when he was, like, living,
1: you know? He's giving you such a good quality of life.
0: And if you don't like him, like, just, just get a divorce, okay. like you usually do.
1: Yeah, like, you divorce three other people. It doesn't really seem like you're that against it.
0: Mm-hmm. And they also saw their mother's um, substitute ever clear For vodka and beards drinks and makes sleeping pills into his food so she wouldn't have to deal with him. That is so
1: sad. Yeah,
0: just so he can go to bed earlier and she could go out, like hang out with Tracy and like do whatever. Like
1: if you don't want to be with somebody, just don't be with them. Like I feel like it's really not that confusing of a situation. Like then just break up with them. Like if you really can't stand that them that much, you know? And he's giving you so much, and he's giving your kids so much. I feel like you should have a little bit more respect. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe you're not in it because you love this man, and it's not the love of your life, or whatever, but I feel like you have to have more respect for the person that you decided to marry. Like, in the end, it was, like, your decision to marry him, too. You know?
0: Yeah. Or, like, at least don't try to drag him.
1: Yeah, like, that's a bare minimum. Like...
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure he would let you go
1: out and be with your friends without you drugging him. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um. So Celeste met someone new, like, while everything was going on. Tracy must have been pissed. Oh, yeah, she was. Oh. <laughs> Celeste met someone new and married them six months after her husband's death. No. This is what, husband number five? Yeah. Oh, my God. And she was using Beard's money and living lavishly.
1: That is so sad, because then it's like, then you're wasting his money that could go to your kids that he adopted, and that could go to his other kids, like, yeah. that are the legal inheritors of those, of that money.
0: Exactly. Um, and then Tracy at first denied her involvement, but then later she did admit to shooting Steven. Mm-hmm. When Tracy found out about Celeste and the marriage, this is when, like, she got angry, mm-hmm. and she was like, okay, I'm gonna c- confess everything. And she told police that Celeste actually told her to shoot Beard. Mm. Like she told her to do it. She was
1: like planning. She was trying to plan it.
0: Yeah. And this also gave Tracy a lower sentence for testifying against uh, Celeste. yeah. And um, so I think she ended up getting 20 years, Tracy. That's so short. I know. For murdering somebody? Yeah.
1: Wow. It's... That's really short.
0: Yeah. So prosecutors. Uh they claimed that Celeste had manipulated manipulated a psychologically unstable woman and that she seduced her and convinced her to kill to kill Beard. Mm-hmm. So like there are like two sides right. like saying this happened. Uh, because yeah, Tracy was not like well mentally. Mm-hmm. So, like, I understand that that aspect. like And Celeste told her that Stephen was abusing her and her twins. And she said that if she had to spend another day with Stephen, that she was going to kill herself. So she was kind of
1: manipulating
0: her as well.
1: Yeah. But also, I think you have to be capable of murdering somebody to even, like, go through with that in the first place. Like, mm-hmm. just because somebody's coming to you and being like, oh, like, he's abusing me.
0: You can run away. You know, I'm like,
1: like, I'm so upset being with him, like, whatever. I feel like you have to be capable of murder to then turn around and being like, okay, well, I'll shoot him for you. Like, I feel like a normal person does not do that. Like, how much, however much you love this person Mm -hmm. that's saying this, and however much they're telling you these things, I feel like a normal person would be like, okay, then go to the police. Mm -hmm. Like, if this is true, like, you can get him arrested for yeah. that. Like if this if all of this is true, like then you can do something about it that does not involve me
0: killing him. Mm-hmm. Like And especially since her last relationship, like the same thing right. happened. Right. So it's suspicious, right? Like so is that what her last girlfriend deter, did to right was it know? the
1: same thing like And
0: right, you think like, she
1: learned from the last one yeah. like oh no. maybe this is not a good idea.
0: <laughs> so So, but, so this is, um, Tracy saying, but by this time I cared about her tremendously and I did believe her. I believed what she told me and I believe that she cared in the same way for me. Tracy says they were in a relationship and they didn't tell anyone because she was married.
1: Again, like, I feel like you can believe what she's telling you and then also not kill somebody. Yeah. I feel like those two things don't really go hand in hand. At least to me that they, they do not go hand in hand. No, yeah, like,
0: that's not an excuse. <laughs> that's not really, like, a,
1: there's no really logical leap between those two things.
0: And Tracy said Celeste tried to poison Steven with crushed up pills but failed. So just the same thing mm-hmm. that her daughters were saying. Um, Tracy said she felt like she had no choice but to protect Celeste from Stephen. And she felt this is the only way to help Celeste. This is when they came up with a plan to kill Steven.
1: Like, I do believe it was both of them. I do, like, I do think that she's telling the truth about part of it. Mm -hmm. Like, especially since her daughter's, like, corroborated that story. Yeah. Um, But again, like, that's not the only way you can help your friend your girlfriend. Whatever. Yeah. Like, there's much easier ways to help the person that you care about that does not involve murdering another person. (laughs)
0: And um, so Tracy said she killed him the day she did because the next day they were going to Europe. So Celeste was like, I cannot go on this trip with him. I cannot spend another day with him. Like, you have to help me. Mm-hmm. So the plan was to disarm the alarm system and leave the door unlocked so Tracy could easily walk in. And she said she stood at the edge of the bed, closed her eyes, and she shot Stephen. Then she said she ran off because she was scared. Like, she didn't even open her eyes or see if she, like, shot him or not Mm -hmm. or if she missed. Um, Tracy was afraid that Steven saw her and that if he survived, he would know it was her. I don't know if I believe that. Yeah. It's like, you've done this before. Right. It doesn't really seem like... (laughs) Maybe. Like,
1: she was scared of it, of doing it in the first place because... She's done it twice, like at this point. Um, and I mean, she had the ability to go up there with a gun and like pull the trigger in the first place. I don't know if I really yeah. buy that she was like that scared that she like couldn't clo- like couldn't open her mm-hmm. eyes. You know, you would think if somebody is that scared, they would be too scared to like do it they in even the first do it, place. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, And it's not like she was in a life or death Mm -hmm. situation, you know, like when you, that's the only way. I do
1: think, I do feel like I've heard stories like that, like, oh, I just closed my eyes and I just shot in that direction because they were coming at me with like a gun or a knife or whatever. I do think that it is, that is like a common thing that happens, but I feel like in a situation where you specifically are like hunting down somebody and you are going to their house and it's not a situation of panic. I don't think I buy that.
0: Yeah. But that was her story. I do believe she did. Ha- like she had to run off. Just in case like mm-hmm. anyone saw her. And it was a big house. You know she had to get out of there. Um, and then. So Tracy was afraid that Steven saw her. And that if he survived he would know it was her. Right. So Les assured her that even if he did didn't die she would put some bacteria in his wounds so an infection would spread all over his body
1: that is so sick
0: yeah and then apparently tracy did not know this is how steven died um so this is how they knew she was telling the the truth about this right because it wasn't publicized yeah unless it was like coincidence that he did die of an infection
1: No, see that's why I'm saying like I do think that they probably worked together for this because that's a little bit too coincidental for it to just be like yeah. a lucky guess.
0: Um, so Tracy's version of events were not like enough to convict Celeste legally. They needed more information, mm-hmm. but this is when um, Christina and Jennifer testified against their own mother
1: i'm proud of them for doing that yeah i mean i'm i i feel like they probably definitely did not have the best relationship with her but i i feel like it must be really difficult to like make the jump against like into convicting your own mom Mm -hmm. of of whatever like the charge was going to be like something whatever Mm -hmm. conspiracy to murder somebody I feel like that must be really hard. Even if you don't have the best relationship with her, I feel like that must be really challenging. Yeah. So I feel like that's a really mature, like, position to take.
0: Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, it was difficult for them to testify, but they said they weren't frightened to face a re- re-owned defense attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until April of 2000 the twins said that they felt they had to break their silence. So this was after, like, they noticed their mother was, like, out partying mm-hmm. and just, like, you know, doing all these things. Um, That's when they decided, like, we have to testify. Yeah. We think our mother had something to do with this. And Christina says she began recording what she considered abusive phone calls from her mother Mm -hmm. and in one call celeste told christina i hired someone to kill tracy and like she got this on like on tape on tape
1: why would she hire somebody to kill tracy it's like now you want to kill tracy like who's talking about her i guess yeah that is bold to admit over the phone because i feel like it's if you are being investigated for conspiracy to murder somebody, it's pretty likely that your phone is going to be tapped. Like, yeah. It's
0: like, and mean, it's not smart of you to kill Tracy because right. there's already so much heat on both right. of you. Like,
1: uh, that's probably not the best decision. I mean, yeah, I'm glad that know. she was dumb enough to say that over the phone, but yeah. <laughs> that's really not the smartest.
0: And then, so the, this is a quote from Christina. The day she told me about Tracy, I knew. You only want someone dead because maybe you put them up to it, and I thought, I know she's guilty. Mm-hmm. I had to separate myself from her. It was hard, Christina said. So, after 72 hours, the jury returned with a guilty verdict. Um, so, Celeste ended up getting, I believe, two life sentences. But she's now to this day appealing that verdict.
1: Uh
0: And then some people, like some articles were saying that her daughters were just saying this about Mm -hmm. her mother because, their mother because they wanted all of Stephen's money. Like that makes no sense.
1: I don't think that makes any sense either because they would have still gotten a lot of Stephen's money Probably more if their mom was the one in control of that yeah. money.
0: I believe they you know? each got two million dollars
1: after yeah. or before. After, see,
0: like that's still
1: quite a lot of money. And I and I feel like if their mom was alive, they would have had like a lot more access. You know, because mm-hmm. like she would have been, she would have had money. Like, I don't know. I feel like that doesn't really make
0: sense. Yeah, it's like why would they make. All of this up, right? You know, I don't know.
1: Just at least like both of their parent figures. Like, I don't like to have one of them in jail and then the other one would passed away. Yeah. I don't think that's worth it.
0: And I, and then so some people are like saying, "Why did Tracy only get 20 years, whereas mm-hmm. Celeste got two life sentences?" Mm-hmm. When Tracy was the one who
1: actually did it,
0: like got attempted. But then I guess it's because they think like Celeste. Poisoned, right? She's more like the master, yeah, yeah. She was also like the mastermind of everything.
1: Oh, I see. And she was the one that like led to hit. Like, if he was not poisoned in the end, then Mm -hmm. he would have survived. So it was actually her that, yeah. Okay, I see. I see.
0: So interesting.
1: I feel like they both should have gotten a couple life
0: sentences. Yeah. And then I recently saw a YouTube video. Of her, like she's in jail, and she's like mm-hmm. doing like a twenty twenty. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Twenty twenty episodes.
1: Yeah, I think so. so.
0: Yeah. And then she's just saying like a lot of people lied, and that's why I'm here. Like I shouldn't be here. I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like just kind of saying like she had no involvement. Like to this I day, I don't believe it. She's already served twenty years, I believe. Like
1: if you don't, if you didn't have any involvement. There would have to be a lot of people working together to lie to get you into that place. Yeah,
0: Like, Like your own daughters and then your, like, lover. Right. Who's, like, like, really in love with you.
1: Like, there's, it would have been very easy for, if you really had no involvement, like, for your daughters to be like, no, like, she's never exposed, like, she's never expressed that side of herself before ever. Like, we've never seen a violent Mm. side of her. We've never heard anything like that. We've never even seen a hint of that. Like, I feel like if they are testifying against you, it's pretty clear that you also had something to do with it.
0: Yeah. I agree. But that is the case of Stephen Beard.
1: Is... So Tracy's probably almost out, right? Or she, she, is, was out she was out in
0: 2011. Wow, so she didn't even serve 20 years. Yeah, I think
1: she... Was released early. Yeah,
0: was released early.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. That's nuts.
0: That's so crazy. And then a life sentence is, like, what, 27 years? I 17?
1: think it's different in each state. Oh, so each I state. think it's, like, the it depends on the, the state, state that you're you are in.
0: I think she could, like, post, not bail, but... Um, um Like, like appeal ha- it. House arrest, no.
1: Like it, when you get released, but it's like you're still serving.
0: Yeah, like she can get out on that oh. when she's like seventy, I believe. Oh, yeah. That's kind of crazy. Or eighty, yeah. So not for a while, so which is why she's still trying to mm-hmm. appeal. Well, so well, I hope she does not happens. get. It. Yeah. Yeah, because I definitely, I think she had something to do yeah, with it.
1: Yeah, I agree. I feel like they both definitely had something to do with it. And I don't think that Tracy was, like, as innocent as she claimed to be. Yeah. Like, you clearly, like, they, you were the first person that people thought of, like, when they're yeah, like, who could have exactly. done this? Like, Tracy, I feel like that probably means that you have the capability to do something like that. No.
0: It's so crazy, but... Well, poor I know, Steven. I know. feel so bad for Steven. I know.
1: He just wanted to have a nice family and a nice relationship with his daughters. Yeah. Like, this man is giving you everything that you could have ever asked for.
0: The least you can do is not poison him. Right. <laughs> literally. But that is it. Well, that was a not
1: a nice story to come. Back. It was actually pretty story to come back to after our break
0: yeah but
1: maybe next time i'll do something like a little more like haunted or something yeah you know a little lighter next a little, week A uh, palette cleanser yeah exactly i saw something i know morbid just did an episode like on hauntings and they did it on the college i was going to go to oh which one kenyan Like, they did, like, something about, like, the hauntings of Kenyon.
0: That's creepy.
1: Yeah. So I was, like, inspired by that. I didn't listen to it yet, but I was, like, inspired by that. I was, like, oh, maybe I'll look up some, like, spooky stories. I know there's, like, Mm. a lot of, um... Places in LA that are like supposedly haunted, so maybe I'll do like a haunted places of LA like kind of episode, Mm -hmm. and then you can do like
0: different stories in one episode, right?
1: That's what I was thinking.
0: Yeah, let us know if you would like that. Yeah,
1: (laughs) or just like let us know if you have any um, if any suggestions, like any cases that you would really be interested in hearing about. We do
0: have two that are still on our list.
1: Which ones?
0: I forgot the names, but they're on our
1: list. Yeah. Okay.
0: So you can maybe look into those. Yeah. All right. But yeah, we'll do them eventually.
1: Yeah. Just (laughs) send them in whenever, you know, you have an idea and we'll get to them. All right.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Bye. 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 See you next week.